Hello, everybody. This is Duncan Fisher. Suddenly, he grabs me, tipping me across his lap. With one smooth movement, he angles his body so my center torso is resting on the caldera beside him. He throws his right leg over both mine and plants his ferro-metallic left forearm on the small of my rear torso, holding me down so I cannot maneuver. He places his right hand on my armorless behind, softly fondling my internal structure, stroking around and around with his articulated fingers. And then his hand is no longer there, and he hits me hard. Oh my, critical hit. I've been cored. Brought to you by the Skjeldborg, Shield Wall of Russellhog. Max Devs and Beer is recorded in front of a live studio audience and is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from Outreach Studios, you're listening to the Max Devs and Beer Podcast, a No Guts, No Galaxy special featuring your hosts, Phil and Darren. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy, Max Devs and Beer podcast number nine. My name is Phil and I'm your host. It is February 21st, 2013 and my shout out, well, it's going to be pretty broad, but uh, mech porn. Yes, it's the only porn it's okay being caught with by your girlfriend and she just sort of laughs because you're such a nerd, but mech porn, it, it's, it's how it's meant. So Darren, what about you? Cheers, man. Hey, this is Darren, aka Bombadil, and my shout out today again goes to my daughter. Um, her new favorite toy is my little Warhammer model, and uh, it's got a broken medium laser as evidence of that, but she just loves this thing. Micah Karinsky Cats. I like the <laughs> ring of it. And of course, welcome to all of our live students, audience members. Thank you again for coming out. You guys are awesome. And of course, to all of our new listeners out there, if this is the first time you're listening and or if you've been following us, thank you again. You guys are awesome. And we ask, hey, if you have the ability, go to our website right now. On the right side of the website, there's a tip jar. Hey, if you have the ability and you have the capacity and you like what we're doing with everything under NGNG Umbrella, show us your love. Thanks. And if you have any plans uh, to shop on Amazon.com, we ask that you click the link on our website and it'll give us a little kickback to the show. Won't add anything to the bill. Good way to support the podcast without having to donate directly. And, you know, it's one of those things, guys. We got an amazing guest tonight. His name is Rob Baxter. What's going on, Rob? How are you? I'm awesome. Thanks. And I'm, I guess, amazing, too. (laughs) <laughs> awesome, amazing, wonderful. Rob yeah. Baxter is the lead designer at Roadhouse Interactive and working on the Mech Warrior Tactics project. So, uh, Rob, we've got a few questions for you, obviously, but I just wanted to say thank you again for taking the time out of your night. And uh, apparently, you, you already stocked up on some beers. Is that correct? Um. Well, yeah. Or did, or some... did Chris drink them all? <laughs> Chris drank most of them, but there's some in the fridge. I actually don't have one here right now because it. Uh, makes my voice scratchy when i drink so we like that deep scratchy voice yeah <laughs> we have enough hairiness with darren i mean um uh, so all right okay let, let's go dive into it um obviously you're working on a mech tattle so we want to know how much of a nerd are you so we're going to ask you a few questions first you know is there anything new going on in your life do you did you get a new house did, did you recently get married do you got any kids do you got a new dog what, what's going on 
I think right now the coolest thing I've got is uh, going on is I got some fresh Kickstarters in the mail. So some Kickstarters Ooh. that I backed a ways back and uh, they just arrived. So I'm super excited about that. Isn't that fun uh, stuff? Oh, can I, can I ask uh, maybe what games did you back? Why did you? Uh, why do you think they're games? Everything's <laughs> on Kickstarter, man. Other than MechWarrior Tactics, you know, what have you worked on in the past? Uh, wow. Um, well, I guess uh, a bunch of games. You know, like uh, let's see, thinking back, uh, Dead Rising Two. I worked on um, Super Mario Strikers Charged. I've uh, done a whole bunch of stuff for, uh, well, like Privateer Press. You know, some pen and paper stuff for companies like White Wolf. That sort of thing. Nice. It's a nice uh, resume piece, just saying. What about, um, do you play any other games other than MechWarrior Tactics right now? Are you, uh, do you play MechWarrior Online? Do you play any other? Actually, along those lines, I'm just curious, knowing what your title there is, your role at Roadhouse, and we'll, and we'll talk more about that in a moment. What types of games are your favorite to play? For me, it's a cross between like mostly turn-based games. So stuff that's, uh, you know, XCOM style, turn-based PC games to like whatever tabletop kind of skirmish games that are kind of hot at the moment. And then in terms of video games, I play a lot of first person shooters. So like Black Ops 2, Borderlands 2, all the twos, uh, even even a couple of threes in there. So like Dead Space 3. Far Cry 3, yeah. Actually, I love the multiplayer. It's a really fun game. That's what I've heard, actually. A lot of people, I was watching reviews on it. I, I haven't played Far Cry 3. It's, I've never followed them, but supposedly it was like one of the best titles of this past year. So, okay, you, you like turn-based stuff, obviously. And, that uh, makes you know, sense. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. Are you a beer fan, Rob? Yes, most definitely a beer fan. And are you, before this title, were you or are you now a Battletech fan? Uh, before this title, I was a Battletech fan. Excellent. Then that will segue into... Phil's quick fire questions. He's going to ask you four quick questions. You can answer quickly, and then we'll move on to some more, more uh, deep questions and uh, more about what you do at uh, Roadhouse. Does that sound good? Sounds awesome. All right, here we go. Favorite uh, beverage? Uh, my favorite beverage right now is um, Lighthouse Brewery Siren Red Ale. Favorite nice. battle mech? Grasshopper. I love you already. <laughs> You're a good man. Favorite battle tech novel? You know, it's been a long time since I've read a battle tech novel. Last I think it was battle like- tech novel you read. I, it was a Michael Stackpole one. Like, okay. um, you know what? That's a good enough answer right there. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's way Fav- back in the day. Favorite Battletech affiliation? House, Clan, Mer... What? House Davian. Aha! Oh. Man after my own heart. He likes the Grasshopper and he's a Davion. Mm. Yeah. All right. So, appreciate you answering those. We always put people on the spot, so it's really cool seeing what answers. So, you, you, you definitely answered, though. We've had people just you not... Yeah, you pass. So moving yeah, on. One, one of the questions or one of the answers was there are Battletech novels? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. So moving into you say you're a Battletech McWarrior fan, you bit you at least introduced you've read books in the past. You, I'm assuming you've played other games. So how were you introduced, first introduced to Battletech and or McWarrior? The first time I played Battletech was uh, a friend of mine got a box set. I think it was about eighteen at the time, so it's about twenty some years ago. And um, we just sort of sat down with like a, a, you know, big jug of Coca-Cola and just started reading the rules and figuring out how to play. And uh, from that point on, we just like sort of spent the whole summer playing Battletech. Heck nice. yeah. Darren, Very does similar. It, does it feel too. better 
knowing that there's someone else. There's other people age. that started the same way I did. Yes. Yeah. Started getting to know BattleTech in the '80s was awesome. So I sort of did the reverse. Obviously, I actually bought the board game and then I made my friends play. <laughs> That's what I did. So, um, what is your favorite like uh, past MechWarrior incarnation? Like, you know, was it uh, MechWarrior Two, MechWarrior Four? I mean, Mech Commander. Mech Commander. Uh, what was your favorite game? You know, I'm I'm ashamed to say it, but. I never, I never had like a uh, a gaming PC or anything like that growing up, so I I never played a Mech Warrior video game up until about three years ago. And what was that? Uh, Mech Warrior Four. Okay, Did, was it the the Mech Tech Mech One where they had all the upgrades and stuff? It was, you know, it was, um, yeah, I, th- I think it was kind of kludgy, sort of put together. Yeah. kind of sim based sort of game that I was just playing it just to see what it was like and uh, you know it was it was cool but it wasn't uh, the kind of experience that I, I was hoping for and well then uh, I think we can lump that into what is your favorite past mech warrior title and what is your least favorite past mech warrior title right there <laughs> maybe maybe not the best way to answer but no it's you know, okay that's hey, cool man, you're creating the next generation so that's all right you, you get up you get a pass you we're raising the bar <laughs> that's right so how did you become involved with uh, Roadhouse Interactive and the MechWarrior Tactics title? Uh, actually, Chris and I worked together uh, in the past on, on other projects, and uh, he knew that I was I was coming around to being available. Uh, he also knew about my, my pedigree working with uh, some turn-based systems uh, and my work at Privateer doing narrative stuff. So he uh, wanted to bring me on board, and uh, it was a perfect fit because uh, giant robots have been a huge component of my career. So I thought, yeah, let's... Uh, let's do this so nice. i joined chris and uh you know it's been uh, awesome ever since very good and so your title there as we mentioned earlier is lead designer what is a lead designer and specifically what do you do uh, as lead designer with tactics i work with chris the game director pretty directly in terms of making design decisions sort of like as console to his ultimate commander we make design decisions that's part of it and then also, uh, as lead designer, I, I kind of make executive calls on um, how we're going to steer content, what's going to be a good fit for the player. I act as an advocate for the player when we're talking about where we want to steer design decisions, you know, what's going to be fun, uh, and also uh, what's going to make sense in terms of how the game should unfold, the play experience, and also framing kind of like what the step-by-step um, flow of the game is going to be. So it sounds pretty much like everything except for maybe creating the actual artwork. Yeah, most really most of my day-to-day is dealing with content. So building up weapon stats, building up mech stats. Everything that comes, like for instance, the gameplay sort of thrives on the systems you create uh, as a designer, right? I mean, it wouldn't work if those systems weren't in place. Actually, that's a that's a really good analogy. Basically, what we do is we, we structure the rule sets that the uh, software controls, and then from that point on, it becomes like uh, data in motion. Um, sort of played out through the game systems to be this sort of really cool kind of real-time experience. As we said earlier, you're the one that makes all the uh, pretty stuff work. Well, I, mean, I think <laughs> maybe, and help me out here, I mean, uh, off the top of my head, it's stuff like uh, if you were to look at the battle Battletech uh, tabletop and you say, okay, we've got mechs, well, we have to define mechs. What is a mech? You know, the, the outside of the mechs, okay, well, you have armor, we have different locations, okay, well, what locations? And you start defining all these and then you figure, okay, now that we got mechs firing at each other, well, what weapon systems? What are their ranges? What are their, you know, stuff like that? And then you go a different level and you're like, okay, well, what happens when I attack it you? It sounds and like it's just, a lot of math to me. Well, it's, it's just like one thing after the other, and it sort of ties into each other. It's like, okay, well, I take damage, and it's if then, you know, like, okay, if no more armor, then it transfers to internal. But 
if you didn't do any of these things, you couldn't have the game in the first place. Like, so it's a lot of thought process. It's a lot of brainstorming, I, I would assume. So, well, yeah, brainstorming comes into it, but but a lot of it too is like trying to build uh, something that's going to be faithful to to BattleTech, to MechWarrior, and then to um, to translate into into the game. Also, like really cool and exciting moments. You know, like having an ammunition explosion. How's that going to happen in the game, right? So, in terms of like the systems, we know we make rolls. We sort of like find out where crits hit. Oh, it's going to hit an ammo, you know, ammo slot. Boom, right? But in terms of like how that flows, you know, part of that as a designer is like, okay, well, we're going to need these sort of things to fall into place. We're going to need sound. We're going to need effects. We're going to need this cascade of actions to happen. So a lot of that too is part of the job. All right. So as you've been working on this title, um, pretty much from the start, what are you like? You personally, what are you the most proud of? I mean, and obviously coming from your background, you like uh, turn-based strategy games, whether it's PC and or just regular tabletop. I mean, is there anything that you're like, wow, you know, I've been wanting to do that or wow, it's amazing to see uh, and it actually come to fruition via the, the game? Uh, you know, the thing that I'm, I'm the most proud of is um, how the team has sort of like gelled the game into this series of events that, you know, like, like any turn-based game, you're making decisions, but then all of a sudden, once you hit submit and everything sort of falls into place and the mechs start moving around, weapons starts go, start going off, you know, the action that unfolds, it's, it's really, really cool. And I think that's really one of the things I'm most proud of on this game is how we've taken a turn-based game and turned it into something that's dynamic and alive just based on the decisions that players are making from moment to moment. I have to say that coming to life is one of the aspects of the game that I appreciate the most as well. I don't know, I, I just sort of feel like uh, the Battletech universe, when, when you get, uh, irregardless of the, the tabletop, and I know people don't like that word, <laughs> um, but... Irregardless or tabletop? Yeah, you take you take the tabletop out of it and you just look at the Battletech you know, universe, why we love it, you know, you read about the novels, you, you want to experience it. But then how do you bring that across in a game? And of course, you guys went with sort of a, it's a cross between, it's it's Battletech tabletop mixed with a sort of collectible card stacks. And um, I mean, obviously as a game designer, you basically have to look at what's fun. What are, what are people looking at and, and you know, what are people uh, expecting in modern day games like this and then making decisions on, okay, well, let's look at our design and, and designing basically around that. And, you know, I'm looking forward to obviously MechWar Tactics. And of course, if you don't have access to the closed beta, uh, stay tuned. Obviously there's a uh, giveaway, key giveaways all the time. So um, yeah, just a, just a note there. So what has been the most challenging thing? I mean, really when we look at Battletech, and a conversion to sort of what you guys are doing it's not just white and black right i mean you guys are having to make some uh design changes are you not yeah there's there's um the difficulty i think is in walking the line between making wholesale changes and trying to stay faithful to like the the tabletop kind of method of of play right so you know breaking it out from a 2d6 system to percentile that was a really really hard choice we had to sort of think about it and how that would model into the game and, and change the game experience and so to me it's it's always kind of like being on that tightrope of staying faithful while modernizing the design in a way that will not alienate you know older older players who are used to the old game and the old way of playing hmm. i would imagine with this uh the the fan base here that that tightrope is more like a razor's edge <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah it is it is a razor's <laughs> edge yeah tightrope well you know like um 
one of one of the things is too that uh, when you're working on a, a game that has this kind of lineage and this kind of like depth of lore, it's you know people are really invested. They really care a lot about what happens to that universe, and so you know when you're when you're sort of given the keys to the you know the Camaro, you want to make sure you don't crash it. So okay, Rob, I actually had a question uh, specifically regarding uh, the tabletop and uh, tactics. Now the tabletop we. Uh, like things take time, even Megamech, which uh, is the electronic version of it, to be able to hop in a match and play, you've got obviously you have like initiation phase, you have attack phase, movement phase. I mean, you have all these different, what you guys are trying to achieve though is a little bit quicker paced, right? I mean, just so you can get in, play a few matches or, and the cool thing too, is you can save and you can just come back later at any time, which I think that's really helpful. But how do you make that transition from something that usually takes a long period of time to like, I guess, like streamlining it, but yet still holding true? Like, uh, can you just talk about that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. Well, what it breaks down to is is making the, the really important decisions part of the player's process and then taking all the um, all the stuff that's not really super fun, like looking up tables, going through, checking, you know, checking rules and things like that, and using the computer, um, using the the uh, the game engine to adjudicate all all of those things and sort of take the load off of the player's brain, so that all they have to focus on is what am I going to do next? Who am I going to hit the hardest? And that is exactly what Phil did to me when we played a match. <laughs> hit me the hardest now as the game grows and obviously i know you guys can't talk about you know obviously developmental stuff is there anything that really just sort of challenged you design wise that you maybe you had to take a step back scratch your head and, and approach it from a different perspective is there anything that uh, you just weren't really anticipating or any anything of that sort that you just wow but you you ultimately found the the sort of workaround yeah you know just thinking about like uh, working with some of the older rules and some of the some of the ways of doing things and trying to make sure that we made sure that the mechanics were modernized but we kept the the spirit of the rules in place. I think that was, yeah, probably the the biggest challenge and hardest kind of obstacle to overcome. Because it, when you're a designer, there's always the impulse to want to, like, you know, let's just change it. Let's just change it. We're going to change it, and that's what's going to happen, right? So, you know, obviously with BattleTech, we don't want to do that. We want to we want to make sure that the Mech Warrior experience is true to the core. And so we we kind of had to walk again, like I was saying before, a, a fine line, like a razor's edge, to make sure that we didn't in any way compromise the the core spirit of the rules yeah and I, I can definitely understand that because a lot of players are set in their ways but you also have to have them easy enough to understand for a new player because obviously you're catering to a obviously a target audience and and some of those people obviously would have no experience with uh, BattleTech or MechWarrior. So that seems to... to be a big sorry to interrupt but right along the lines of what you're saying that seems to be the big challenge with current MechWarrior titles is catering to the hardcore fans who you know understand mechs or the rules or tabletop whatever and then balancing that with trying to get new players into the franchise. So obviously you know Rob as, as you're bringing in new people it has to be easy to understand to be able to pick up, but yet and if, at the end of the day right regardless if this is a pc game or just a game it has to be fun and enjoyable so i feel like that that's probably a big decision when it comes to the design aspect is you know what level what depth does a player need to understand our game to to be successful and enjoy it is is that something you actually really put an emphasis on absolutely like when when we began designing the game we we obviously wanted to make it you know a accessible but also 
have all the information there for the hardcore player. So we've actually architected like layers of depth. So if a player wants to be really hardcore about what the modifiers are in the environment, um, you know, looking at ranges, looking at looking at all the crunchy numbers, um, that's all there. You just have to sort of peel back the layers to look at it. And our interface is built so that if you want to sort of dissect and and engage your strategy in a very kind of number crunchy way, you can. But if you're a new player and what you want to do is just aim your lasers and open up, that's also viable as well because really at the top level of, of the way you interact with the game, it's all about just what decisions are you making. Then as you dive in deeper, you can sort of like look at like, okay, what are the mechanics and the underlying numbers that are affecting what I'm doing? Gotcha. Definitely understood. And like I said, I don't presume to know anything about game design. I'm just an amateur, but you know, obviously that's just one of those things where um, I figure it would be a lot of emphasis would be put on. But um, I'm assuming your guys' design is pretty modular as far as it, it's scalability i'm assuming I'm, I'm i know that you guys and again uh just tell me hey i can't answer this but um you guys original plan was just to have 1v1 action as far as one player against one player four max versus four max but i know a lot of people want bigger and sort of like hey i want to be able to have a campaign and or you know company on company but just from the rule set you guys are developing on four four on four max one versus one as far as player I'm assuming it's scalable if you guys, you know, maybe down the road and your player base wanted it and you guys were willing to, it, it would work if it was sort of grandiose, you know? Hey, whatever the players want, right? <laughs> there you go. So there you have it. Um, you know, as we wrap up here, Rob, again, I just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day. And it's actually really cool. And, uh, you know, maybe we need, I, I think we need you on another time to talk about a specific thing like such, like, uh, okay, well, let's actually look at how you go th about the process of maybe how did, how did you do the max and, and uh, all that fun stuff. But again, thank you again for being on the show. So do you have any last words, you know, to anyone who's listening uh, out there? Uh, you know, I just want to shout out to everybody who's, you know, um, looking at the game, interested in the game. And, you know, if they haven't got a beta key already, there's there's beta keys coming out all the time. So keep your eyes open, check the Facebook page. Just uh, keep watching the skies because we're, we're going to be here we're waiting i was gonna say i know darren and i will be covering mechware tactics uh as soon as we're able to sometimes you know things just if it's it, we just have to wait there's there's nothing you know it's it's i definitely understand legality so as soon as we can start showing off some stuff we will get that info out to you guys and again rob thank you uh you have a great weekend and of course you know uh, anytime by the way if you want to try out mechware online chris by the way, is addicted. Um, so Chris, if you're listening, let's get uh, Rob involved. And uh, yeah, we, we won't hurt you too, too bad. You, you can team up with us, so. No school like the old school. <laughs> there you go. So again, Rob, thank you. And of course, to everyone out there, thank you for coming out to the live studio audience. We appreciate it. You took the time out of your Thursday night. Don't forget, we have Twitch tomorrow night, actually, uh, 9 to 11 Eastern. Just a really, really fun times. So we had Piranha Hunt last week. Went really well. But uh, overall, Facebook. Hey, follow us on Facebook. Why? Well, we get information right out, too. We may get uh, broadcast notifications. Maybe new content comes out. It's a good way just to get that info directly to you, the masses. I'm a, I have a feeling everyone in this room is probably a part of it. 
But if not, go to the link below and uh, yeah, hit a like. That way you can be a part of the community. Hey, you know what? You don't like social media? That's cool. Just go to our website, nogutsnogalaxy.net. Register, be a part of the community. We do have a new website coming down the pipeline as well as forums. Yes, forums, it's going to happen. So make sure to uh, basically interact. We also have 2,802. We're shooting for 3,000 3, and we'll set another goal. We really appreciate it. Of course, you can follow us at Twitter, No Guts, No Galaxy, and of course, our YouTube channel where I'll be throwing up a K2 ride-along video later tonight after I get back from dinner. Thanks to everyone, our community, our staff members, new staff members, and yeah, just you guys are amazing. I mean, like... To, to see where No Guts, No Galaxy is headed and where we came from since October 31st, 2011 with our first episode. Now we have two podcasts. We have a comic strip. We have an animated series, which, by the way, is amazing. We've got a Machinima um, series going to be, well, it's in the background being worked on. We've got another artist who's going to be doing another series of videos. I don't want to spoil it yet, uh, but as soon as I can. We've got articles. We have a whole journalist team, by the way, working on stuff and content. Our first patch review went up. I mean, it's just amazing. So I just want to, again, say from just the most humblest I can be, you guys are awesome, and we hope that you guys see the quality that comes out. And without you guys, literally, this wouldn't be possible. So again, thank you so much. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy, Mechs, Devs, and Beer podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. This is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warriors.
All right, let's get out of here. Fill your pain for the drinks, right? <laughs>